Shalom to all. Today we're learning Mishnah's Ketubah's Parachas Mishnavav and Mishnah Zayin. And today's Mishnah is being learned B'schos Esther Bas Rachel Shishi B'zachar to find your Ziva G'hagon Be'kar of Mamesh. Now we continue talking about Nechassim that fall to a woman in various stages of her marriage or non-marriage. And over here specifically we're going to be focusing on a Shemeris Yavam, a woman whose husband died and now she's waiting for Yivam from her husband's brother. So Mishnah tells us Shemeris Yavam Shnafullah Nechassim. A Shemeris Yavam that had Nechassim fall to her. Maidim B'shaim B'shaim Both B'shaim B'shaim valid. And that's because she's not considered like she's an Arusa, like from previous Mishnayas. Here, she's just a Shemer Yavam, which is a different state, and therefore she's L'Chathchila, allowed to sell them or give them away, again, as long as Yibam didn't happen yet. Now, Mesa, what about if she dies in this state? What do they do with her Ksuba, which is referring to the 100 or 200 of her Ksuba, and her Nechzei Tzarim Barzel, which are Nechassim that she brings into the marriage, and her husband gets to keep. And the Nechassim that come in and go out with her, which is another way of saying her Nechzei Melug. What happens with them? On one hand, she's Zakuk to Yibam. She's connected to her Yavam in some way because she's not allowed to marry anyone without either Yibam or Chalitza. But on the other hand, she's not married to him yet, as that means she's technically a free woman. So what do we do with all these Nechassim? Who inherits them? So Beishamay or Beishamay says it's simple. The Yarshim of her husband and the Yarshim of her father split everything 50 50. The Yarshim of her husband is another way of saying the Yavam, and the Yarshim of her father is another way of saying her father. He inherits her when his daughter dies. So both of these people are going to split the Nechassim 50 50. However, Beishil or Beishil says that it really depends. Nechassim ben Chaskasan. Nechassim are in their Chazaka. Now these Nechassim over here are referring to the Nechzei Tzarim Barzal, which is a Nechassim that she brings into the marriage and her husband gets to keep. So they remain in the Chazaka of wherever they currently are. And the Gemara discusses whose Chazaka they actually are in, but whoever's Chazaka they're in, they remain there. Uksubasa, what about the Ksuba that her husband technically has to pay out to her? Bechaskas Yarshabal, that remains in the Chazaka of the Yarshim of the husband, which is the Yavam, and Nechassim and Nechassim and Yetzim Ima, her Nechzei Mulug, Bechaskas Yarshab, that's in the Chazaka of the Yarshim of the father. And then moving on to Mishnah Zayin, we continue talking about this case of Shemeris Yavam, and we know that the Yavam inherits everything from his brother. However, everything that he gets from his brother, Biyurusha, is Mishubid to be used to pay her Ksuba. So he's not allowed to do whatever he wants with it. He can't just take it and use it or waste it or ruin it, and so it's not here anymore, because Mishubid to Ksuba. And therefore, he's only allowed to eat the pay rice of that which he inherits from his brother. So Mishnah Zayin tells us, his brother, again meaning the Yavam's deceased brother, leftover money, Yilakach ben Karka, he has to buy Karka with that money, and he can only eat the Paris of the Karka. Paris at Lushim in Karka. Let's say the Yavam inherited Paris that were detached from the ground. So you look Chaben Karka, he has to buy Karka with them, and he gets to eat the Paris of that Karka. Hamachubar and Bakarka. Let's say the Yavam inherited Paris that were connected to the land. Some Rav Meir of Meir says, Shamanai son, Kamhein Yavam in Paris, but Kamhein Yavam below Paris. The land is evaluated how much it's worth with Paris versus how much it's worth without these Paris. But Maisar, and that difference is the value of the Paris, and that amount of money is taken by the Yavam, and you look Chaben Karka, he has to buy Karka with them, and he can eat the Paris. However, Chamar and Chum argue and they say that no. Paris and Mechubar Karka Shalai. If the Yavim inherited Paris that were connected to the ground, so those belong to him 100%, and he could eat them and he doesn't have to buy property with them. Hatulushim and Akarka. Let's say they were detached Paris, so then call Kaidim Zachabahen. Whoever gets them first, he's Zachin them. So Kadam who? If the Yavim was Kaidim and he got them, Zacha, so he's Zachin them. Whereas Kadmahi, if she got them first, he locked and Karka. So then the Yavim would have to buy Karka with them, and he gets the benefit from the Paris. The mission continues, Kanasa. Once the Yavam actually marries his Shemeris Yavam, meaning he did Yibam, she's like his wife in regards to everything. In other words, if he wants to divorce her, he would just have to give her a get and there would be no Chalitza. Except that her Ksuba is based off of the Nechassim of her original husband. As we've been saying, her Ksuba is paid from the Nechassim of her original husband and not from her current husband, the Yavam. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Ches, continue to talk about this, and on to Parak Tess Mishnah Aleph, going back to talk about her Nechassim Olog. For now, 
everyone should have a wonderful day.